Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day and welcome back to another episode of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell here, host of the show. So great to have you on board for yet another conversation on sales and sales leadership. I trust wherever you are in the world, you've started the week very, very strongly and you're helping your team make every post a winner on the quest in the process to becoming an exceptional sales leader and helping your team become exceptional performers, driving those results that have never been seen before, but also getting them to a level where not only are they sustainable, they are also replicable and in the process giving you more meaning, certainly more revenue and more commission as well. So on the mission at the Exceptional Sales Leader podcast to create as many exceptional sales leaders as we possibly can. So as we get into today's episode, first question I want to ask is this one, and that is, how connected are you? Now, when I ask that question of many sales leaders, some of them look at me really strangely, but others uh, respond very quickly to say, hey, I'm really, really well connected. And uh, sometimes they think, well, I'm well connected to key stakeholders, I'm really well connected to senior executives, I'm really well connected to uh, my team. But then when we delve a little bit deeper, we find there's a lot of gaps that uh, exist within this connection piece. And there was an interesting question posted yesterday by a colleague of mine in relation to this, and I wanted to delve into this during this episode because it was uh, it was actually quite intriguing. And what I've, what I've noticed over my career as a sales leader, but also working more recently with a lot of sales leaders in different industries, is there are a lot of sales leaders who believe they are connected, but when you look at it, when you delve into it, when you look under the surface, they are not as connected as they could be. And this often raises its head when the proverbial hits the fan, such as a opportunity that's going pear-shaped or an RFP response that we're getting to the pointy end of the negotiation and things are going off the rails and all of a sudden, People are looking at the sales leader to try and not so much become the savior, but leverage the relationship that they have, I guess, purported to have. And all of a sudden, it becomes pretty obvious that the relationship they created the intention around that they had or created the impression around, they don't actually have. So they're not as connected as they thought they were. Now, my experience over many, many years is that often sales leaders will place a huge amount of emphasis on the account manager or the salesperson maintaining the relationship building deep relationships and building wide relationships and putting all the onus on the account manager to maintain these relationships. And often, unfortunately, the sales leader will sit back either behind a spreadsheet or under the guise of lots of internal strategy meetings, lots of reporting meetings, lots of forecasting meetings, and not actually roll their sleeves up and build the relationships that they know intuitively they need to build so that the connections can be maintained between the our, our organization and the customer's organization. And what tends to happen, therefore, is the knowledge of the uh, customer tends to be one-dimensional, and that is it often will sit in the mind of the account manager. Now, the interesting question was posed yesterday was, what happens when this person happens to leave the organization? Does the information that the account manager has around this particular client leave with that particular salesperson? Or does it sit in the customer relationship management system, which many organizations have, and unfortunately many organizations place too much emphasis on, 
I guess, the compliance around the CRM system. And it's a really interesting dynamic because if you look at most organizations, and I just reflect on the time that I was a sales leader, and we had, uh, what was it? I think we had Siebel as a CRM system. And despite the best intentions of the Siebel reps, uh, the people that were managing the CRM within the organization, I guess the level of compliance around inputting information, but also keeping that information up to date and really timely was not necessarily a huge priority in the eyes of the account manager. So what tended to happen, even with a really good CRM system, a lot of the information about a particular customer, whether it be opportunities, relationships, meetings, situations that have been happening, would would sit within the realms of email, uh, might be some documents, might even be recordings of meetings, uh, notepads, whatever the case might be, and it wasn't necessarily sitting in the CRM system itself. Now, when people within the organization who believed that the CRM system was the font of all knowledge or the oracle, if you like, would go into those particular customer to try and get information, maybe to try and make uh, run a marketing campaign, they were looking at information that was potentially out of date or they were looking at information that was incomplete. Now, I must say, based on my own experience in working with sales leaders, there's a lot of CRM systems out there that are really, really good. The challenge, though, is a lot of organizations place so much emphasis on the compliance around making sure that every conceivable piece of information as it relates to a customer is entered into that CRM system. And from a sales leader's point of view, particularly the sales leaders that like to sit behind the spreadsheet, the forecasting, or they are attending so many internal meetings and little or very little external meetings and getting to know the customer, they rely far too heavily on the CRM system. And when the information is not necessarily being put into the CRM as much as they would expect or as much as they think, then all of a sudden the information they're making decisions on is not necessarily accurate. So it begs reinforcing the question again is how connected are you as a sales leader? And really the crux of this question comes down to what is your intention? What is your purpose of being a sales leader? Now, if you've been following me for a while, listening to me on the podcast, you know that I'm very big on making connections and building relationships and getting involved. And that is rolling up the sleeves and driving accountability, but also setting the example. My experience though, is there are a lot of sales leaders out there who believe the best form of sales leadership is to lead by absence. That is, once I've got to a certain position in terms of uh, seniority or, or influence, maybe even the title, there's less time I'm gonna be spending with my customers and therefore with my sales team and more time with internal key stakeholders, building strategy, doing stuff like that around forecasting and managing or leading upwards. Great sales leaders, exceptional sales leaders do not uh, compromise on the important element of building connections, first and foremost with their team, and secondly, with their key customers, and they make this a priority. So that, should anything happen with an account team, with an account member, such as somebody leaving, all of the information does not simply leave with that account manager. Now, I recorded a podcast last week around talking through the keys to exceptional performance, and I gave a high-level overview of a system called PAMIS. Now, in today's episode, I want to talk about a couple of key elements of that, and, and this really draws our attention to how important it is to build connections with the people within our team, but also connections with our key customers. And the two key elements I want to talk about is accountability 
and cadence. So when you think about sales and sales leadership in particular, and you and you strip it all the way back and think, okay, what is the core purpose of being a sales leader? Well, at its core, it's about creating an environment where your sales people can shine, can become exceptional performers, can actually take the initiative and implement uh, behaviors that will drive sustainable performance, but also replicable performance. And how we do that as a, as a sales leader is to give them the bandwidth to be able to do that, but also to measure progress, but also build connections with them so you're helping them, getting them back on track, providing feedback so that the key uh, disciplines will be repeated over and over and over again. And you can't do that by sitting behind a spreadsheet. You can only do that when you're out with your salespeople, looking at what they do in the marketplace, giving them feedback on this on the spot, but also taking some accountability for yourself in relation to relationships within your customer base and not just relying on a salesperson to have all of those relationships within their own remit. And so from an accountability point of view, as a sales leader right now, how do you drive accountability? How often do you have sales meetings? How often do you sit down and review deals? How often do you sit down and analyze an opportunity plan? How often do you sit down and analyze an account plan? asking questions, but also challenging the the thinking process or the knowledge that the account manager or the salesperson actually has. It's also about increasing your own level of knowledge about the particular account, the particular nuances within that customer's organization, and also what sort of strategy, tactics, and uh, emphasis you can bring to the table to help the account manager, help the salesperson get deals over the line, or at least progress deals. It's about what contribution you can make to help drive the accountability of the sales team and therefore the accountability of the organization. So when it comes to this, it's actually intriguing to analyze the number of sales leaders in organizations that don't have some simple steps in place to actually drive this level of accountability. It's almost like the conversations are organic. There's no real structure. There's no real process that they're following, which often can result in a little bit of a hit and miss sort of approach when it comes to sales. And certainly when it comes to then the information that's being captured in around an organization and particularly key customers within an organization, the last thing they're thinking about is putting this into a CRM system. So we need to be able to drive a better level of accountability, which means putting some structure behind reviews we're doing in terms of the opportunity reviews, the quarterly reviews we're doing, any sales meetings that we're having as a team, making sure that they're meaningful, they're purposeful, they have a key outcome, they have key agendas. But also when we're thinking about the the reviews that we're doing in terms of the the deals, asking some fundamental questions like we talked about yesterday in around planning and saying, well, is there a compelling reason for this customer to want to take some action? Do they have a level of budget that's been allocated to this opportunity? And if not, how do we help them create that budget so that the business case becomes a little bit more effortless when it goes through the the approval process? So we need to drive a level of accountability. Now, when it comes to cadence, This is what sort of metrics we're putting in place. What sort of rhythm do we have in terms of when we're reviewing things? How often do we catch up as a team? How often do we catch up with an individual sales rep? How often do we do an opportunity review or a deal review? And when it comes to forecasting, what sort of rhythm do we have around accuracy of forecasting, some of the metrics around that? So the cadence part becomes really, really important. And just by having some sort of rhythm around cadence in terms of, for example, how often do you sit down with your sales rep one-on-one to have a conversation. Now, this is not just simply to review an opportunity. This is also to review how they're tracking, uh, provide some feedback, maybe do a bit of a coaching session. But through that process, what you're going to be doing is you're going to be building a connection 
with your salesperson, with your account executive, and if it's built on trust, you'll probably find there's a lot more information that that particular sales executive is going to be sharing with you, which means all of a sudden, not all of the information is now going to be stored in that person's mind. Now, if you can build that level of trust and have a regular cadence where you're catching up on a very regular basis and making sure you're making this a priority, you will continue to build this great connection so that, and we're not doing this purely because if somebody leaves, you've got all the information still captured. We're doing this because it's the right thing to do and also making sure that any opportunity that we have is not one-dimensional. So there's not one single point of either failure or one single point of contact. And we always talk about the fact that in account planning, we've got to go as wide and as deep as we possibly can into the organization so we know who's who within the zoo within our customer organization and exactly the same thing should be applying to us as an account team, not leaving all of the information and all of the responsibility up to one single account manager. And certainly as a sales leader, getting across as much as we possibly can so that we are connected, not just with the account manager, we're also connected with the key people within the organization. Now, if that information can be put into the CRM system and kept up to date, then all well and good. But it certainly means that as a sales leader, you're gonna be a lot across a lot more information, you're gonna be a lot more connected to not only your team, but also your customers, which means you're gonna be adding a lot more value. So when it comes to doing an internal cadence, internal forecasting, then guess what? As a sales leader, you can now talk with a lot higher level of confidence because you are across a lot more. Why? Because you've built a connection. And this is the key message added today, making sure that as a sales leader, we are not uh, leading by absence. There's far too many sales leaders who get to a sales leadership position, who focus far too much attention on the internal mechanisms of the role, leading upwards and managing upwards, setting uh, forecasts and setting precedents and driving strategy, and not as much time as they should be focusing on where their value is really, really needed, and that is driving their team and helping their team create the relationships that will ultimately bear fruit in terms of business. So do not lead by absence and do not lead by spreadsheet is the key message added today. And just ask yourself the question right now, how connected am I? How connected am I to my team, but also how connected am I to my customer so that if one person leaves within the team, have we lost all of that information? Has it walked out of the door and are we left with this gaping hole? Or am I confident that we are across a lot of the key elements to the point where should a person leave, there is somebody who can come in and take over. And even if it's me as the sales leader in the interim taking over the management of that particular account, we can still manage a smooth transition. So that is the key message out of today, making sure that you are as connected as you could possibly be to not only your account team, but also to your customers. Now, you might be sitting there thinking, this is a huge amount of work. You don't understand how much stuff I've got to get done and how many expectations are thrust upon me by my internal key stakeholders, such as my senior executives. Well, I do know that because I've been there and I've done that. And what I do understand and what I do recognize is that, yes, there might be a lot of internal expectations that are thrust upon you, but nothing is as important as building great relationships with customers because at the end of the day, it is the customers that bring in the revenue that enables us to do what it is that we do. So as a sales leader, I implore you, if you are finding yourself spending so much time on internal stuff, please ask yourself the question, am I connected as well as I can be to my team? And am I as connected as I could be to my customers? And I implore you to spend more time focusing on building those connections because when the proverbial hits the fan, when it inevitably will, you're going to be so glad you've built those connections with those key people rather than see a lot of the information flow out the door and you're left wondering what the hell happened. So I trust that message helps and I trust that message resonates. 
And remember, drive accountability and make sure there's a level of cadence that you're putting into your rhythm on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis. So as we wrap up this episode, a quick reminder that when you are ready to work together and you know there's another level of leadership you can take your leadership to, that is to the exceptional level, love the opportunity of working with you. Love to have a conversation about where you're at, what you're looking to achieve over the next 90 days. And if you need some help with your sales team as well, love to have the conversation around that as well. So to do that, set up a time, simply go to leadwithdarren.com, pick a time that suits, we'll jump on a call, have a talk about where you're at right now, what you're looking to achieve, what exceptional looks like for you, map out a plan, and we'll start executing that plan as early as this week. So very much look forward to that conversation. Thanks once again for plugging into the podcast and look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.